Hi, I'm Eric. Hi, I'm Ellie. And you're listening to, to the, the E&E podcast. podcast. Recently in my life, I have actually been talking to a lot of people at work, and I constantly bring up this one time that my professor in college gave me this like one piece of advice that seems very weird, but it has always stuck with me. So... I just want to know, like, has there ever been a moment in time when somebody has given you a piece of advice or kind of made a comment with to you about, like, either the way you're living or just, like, about your situation that has kind of always stuck with you that you still either carry or live by um, to kind of broaden on my example? I, a lot of people at work have been complimenting me on, like, how organized I am in my office space. <laughs> and I always tell them, I go... It kind of stems back to this advice I got from my one of my professors when I was in college. I remember I went to school for writing and our assignment was to like write a play or a one act. I don't know. I was supposed to write something. But all I know is that I had like the world's worst writer's block. Like I just could not think of anything. And we were like two, three weeks into the semester and I was just like, what am I supposed to write about? So finally, I sat down with him, talked to him and he simply just said, go clean your room. And I was all like, what? Like, it just felt very invasive. And I'm just like, how did he know my apartment was not clean? He was like, just go home and clean your room. So I went home. I cleaned my apartment that night. I like, and I mean, I cleaned. Like, I sweat, mop, dusted. I did everything I needed to. Was this the time you made me do it? No, I've never made you clean my house. (laughs) So then I woke up the next morning. Remember you used to make me come. Remember, like, I, like... I used to come over and then you were like, oh, let's hang out. And then I would end up cleaning. That never happened. Yes, it did. When you were lived in that on-campus apartment. Mm, don't remember that. Anyways, wow. <laughs> I cleaned the I cleaned my apartment. And the next morning I woke up with like a very clear mind and I was just able to actually start writing. And he proceeded to tell me that... Sometimes when your physical space is messy, your head is messy. So in order to clear your mind, you have to clear your physical space around you. So I have lived by that my entire life. Like if I feel like my mind is starting to become overwhelmed, I kind of try to associate my physical space around me. So like if I notice that my desk is getting too cluttered or my bed isn't made or my kitchen isn't clean, like... I will clean that space and I will instantly feel like so much is off of my mind. It's almost like you're physically unpacking your mind by physically cleaning your the space you're currently living in. So I try my best, especially at work, to have like an organized and clean space. So that way my head is organized and clean. So that way when I'm tackling tasks or trying to do things, I'm not overwhelmed by what my space looks like. Um, That's actually like fascinating because like, I I feel like I've noticed that indirectly. Like, I haven't, like, cleaned to try and clear my mind, but I've noticed that my mind is clearer when I do clean. Or, like, sometimes I've noticed that, like, I have started to feel overwhelmed just, like, with my own thoughts. And then, like, I'll, like, clean my apartment, and then suddenly my thoughts don't seem overwhelming anymore. So that's, like, so interesting. Like... Because I'd never really thought about it. I just, like, I'll just, like, suddenly get this urge to clean when I'm, like, overwhelmed mentally. And then, yeah, it's interesting. It actually happened recently. Like, I did, like, my laundry and everything. And then, like, I just felt, 
I just noticed I felt like so much happier, but I hadn't really thought of it that way. Like in my mind, I was just like, well, it's time to clean. But it really was because I was like overwhelmed mentally and that did help. But, but have you, have you ever had, um, a piece of advice that has kind of stuck with you or changed the way you live or that you kind of still live by or that you maybe impart on other people whenever they ask for advice? Uh, I mean, I, you know, I am the king of unsolicited advice, so I do plenty of that. Uh, But I think one piece, it wasn't, I don't know if it was, yeah, I guess you could say it was advice. Um, One thing that really stuck with me that somebody said to me once, and it, it was a complete stranger, so it was, like, somebody I had, like, hooked up with, and then, at, you know, after, you know, we had done the deed, he basically, um, we were just talking about each other's lives, like, you know, making small talk or whatever, and he was just asking me just, you know, like, how I grew up, my upbringing, like, basically all the things that led me to, like, where I live now, and he kind of just like stopped me in the middle of telling my story. And he was like, it sounds like you just let things happen to you. Like, it sounds like you just haven't been a very active participant in your own life. And I just remember that hit me like a ton of bricks. Cause like, even like the way I was telling the story, it was just like, Oh, I went here. I did this. And then this happened. So I did that. Like, and it was just very much like I hadn't been, the one in the driver's seat, I'd kind of just let all these things happen to me. And I remember him saying, like, you should really try, like, actively living more, like, actually being, like, an active participant in your own life. Um, So that, like, when you tell your story, it's, like, very clear that you were the one in the driver's seat. And I was just like, huh. And ever since that moment, like, I, I think I was, like, 21, 22 at the time, Ever since that, like, I have, like, literally thought about... there. I don't know if there's a day that goes by when I really look at my life and I think about the decisions I'm making and I think about the things I'm doing and I'm like, is this what I want to do? Like, am I actively doing this thing? Am I actively participating in whatever, you know, event or activity or thought that I, you know, am having? And I just... It was one of those things that, like, it's crazy how a stranger's words can have, like, that much impact on you. Like, if I saw him today, he probably wouldn't have even remembered that he said that, like, or something. But it's, like, crazy. I mean, words can really, words at the right time can really mean a lot. You know, like, it truly can. Like, that's why I know that right now everyone's all about this, like, whole new style of, like, what is it called? Gentle parenting or it's called like trying to be more cautious about how you speak to your children. I think it's actually very important though. Like in some aspects, I do think that there is a, there is an aspect of like the way you speak to children is going to actually affect them. And they just may not understand it when they're kids. Like, I guess to give an example from like my own personal life, when I was a kid and I would go to school in the morning, like we would wake up to go to school. We would always get woken up. We'd go downstairs, have breakfast get ready and then go to get the bus my grandma was always awake and she was always downstairs or in her room and i would always go to say good morning to her and the first thing she would always tell me every time i woke up was are you ready to conquer the world 
And like when I was a kid, I'm like, that's so weird. <laughs> like, who says that? Like, and I just be like, I'm it's like <laughs> seven in the morning. I no one's I don't even want to conquer this Pop Tart I'm about to eat. Oh like Pop Tart. You know, but as I got older, as I got older though, I realized how much that that phrase actually stuck with me. Like there are times that I still find myself now as an adult where I'll be like, do I have everything I need to be successful today? It may not be the exact same phrasing, but like that that phrase and mantra just in my head every morning actually did affect how I lived my day because I would actually actively sit there and ask myself like, am I ready to conquer the world today? Am I ready to do something, you know? So like as a child, it was basically presented to me that like you could do this if you wanted to. Are you ready to do it? Like, are you actively checking in with yourself? And I don't think that was her intention. I mean, of course, I'm sure there was maybe intention behind it, but like, I'm sure her intention wasn't for me to become more self-aware of my emotions and like my, like how my, I mentally felt that day. But that is something that sticks with me now because I now try to be more understanding of how I'm feeling and being more like, am I ready for today to start? Am I actually okay today to do the tasks that are going to be given to me? And if not, why am I not? You know, so it's like, even little things like that, people may think or just like, oh, it's just a random thing that I say to my child, or it's just a random thing that, you know, you say, but like, words at the right time really do matter. And like, you know, that man telling you that in that moment was what you needed to kind of have your wake up call of like, wow, I really do. And now look at how you live your life. You can sit there and actively be like, is this, is Ellie in the driver's seat for this? Is Ellie actually making this decision? Or is this something that's just purely happening? And I'm sure that opened up other emotions and thought processes. Oh yeah, big reason. Um, I even, you know, as you know, I had like my whole like sabbatical, like last year was like, I no longer felt like I was in the driver's seat of my own life. I felt like I was like on a train and I just didn't know where the next stop was. And I'm like, I, I, I didn't even know if I bought the ticket, you know, and that was a big reason of me. Like, I was like, no, I need to like get off this train because I definitely did not purchase this ticket. I don't know where the hell I'm going and I need to like reset. Um, so, yeah, and like kind of similar thing to what your grandma did, my mom. One thing she was very good about when I was a kid was she would always ask me how. Like, I would always, like, make these big, grand statements of, like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go here. I'm going to do that. And then she'd be like, oh, awesome. How? And, like, she, I would say my mom is, like, probably one of the only people in my life who has, like, never doubted me. Like, if I said, mom, I'm going to be an astronaut, she'd be like, all right, I believe it. Tell me how. And that really was big for me because it always, like, it kind of trained my mind to think in a way of like think of like the steps it would take me to achieve something um and i don't even know if she re- like similar to you i don't even know if she like realizes that she did that but her just asking me how was always like i had to go like hmm let's see how will i do that you know even if it was like something simple um, but yeah, that's another example, I guess. Yeah. And I mean, I think that that's really interesting that like, we sometimes don't even realize that certain words are actually changing how we live and how we think with, you know what I mean? Like without even realizing it. Um, 
Like, I think that's a lot to say that, like, words are very powerful. I think that's one of the reasons why that I became a writer. Like, I love how powerful words can be and how you can truly, like, affect someone's mood and alter how they feel and, like, just the way that you speak to them. I think the most life-altering advice, or not advice, but statement that was ever said to me was actually by a therapist. (laughs) Um, I remember... Um, during one of my first sessions with one of my therapists, she was like talking to me and asking me all these questions, like just about myself. And I'd be like, oh, like I like to do this or I've done this and blah, blah, blah. And at the end of everything that I would explain to her, she would be like, oh, it seems like, you know, you're really good at this. Or it seems like you're really good with this or whatever the case may be, like kind of giving me compliments. And at the end of each time that she would do that, I would always be like, yeah, I try, you know, like, oh yeah, I do my best. Like, you know. And she at one point stopped me and was like, why can't you take compliments? Why don't you love yourself? And I was like, oh. <laughs> and she goes, you are downplaying everything that you're, you know, that we're telling you. You know, she's like, you, you are saying that, you know, you've done this before. So I'm complimenting you and letting you know this was your accomplishment and you're not receiving it. You're like kind of downplaying it and saying that like, oh, well, I just tried, you know, like take ownership of your compliments and your achievements and understand that like you can do this, like love yourself enough to appreciate yourself. And so I actively now try to like not downplay my achievements. Like if somebody does say, Hey, good job doing this. Or like you did a good job at this or whatever the case may be. I do my best to receive that as much as possible without like downplaying my own achievements. So it's okay to like cheer yourself on. Yeah, exactly. And sometimes you're, you are your own, you have to be your own cheerleader. Like if you don't do it, you know, nobody else will. And it also like gives you motivation when you do want to give up. Cause I truly do believe nobody can want something more than you. So you really can't look outside of yourself when it comes to like a goal or something you want to achieve. Like if you're looking for somebody else to like, really get you over the finish line or to tell you like yes that's a good like you can't do that because like you are the only person in your own skin um and i I just don't like i just believe it's humanly impossible for somebody else to want something as much as you so like if you do start to like downplay like your achievements or start to like it can demotivate you because at the end of the day that's all feeding into like how you think of yourself you know so sometimes you do have to be like your own hype man you know and self-talk is very important how you speak to yourself is very important because how you start talking to yourself is how you start believing about yourself and that will definitely alter like will you go and do this will you try this will you make take that risk will you push yourself to try this new thing like because if you don't think you're capable of something and you've already made up your mind in internally that that's how it is and you know it's going to be hard to like push yourself to even attempt new things you know so that's another piece of advice that's always kind of stuck with me is like receive your compliments and understand that it's okay to praise yourself whenever you do certain things exactly or to recognize just recognize your strengths. Like, just recognize your strengths and recognize what you offer and understand that that doesn't make you, like, prideful or narcissistic. It makes you, like, just a person exactly. who has, like, good self-talk and good self-love. And another thing, uh, one thing that, like, 
if I ever do have children, one thing that I'm really going to try is, like, um, I think they call it, like, visualization. Like, if a lot of, especially, like, you know, um, people of color, a lot of times we just haven't seen um, people with our skin tones, like, achieve certain things. So one thing I'm going to try and do, like, if I have a kid, is, like, if they have, like, an interest in something, if they want to be an astronaut, if they want to you know, be a firefighter, if they want to be, I don't know, like, a, an Olympic gymnast, if they want to be a cyclist, like, any, any of those things, I'm gonna really try to put them in situations where they see that going on. Like, I'm gonna be like, look online, does NASA have, like, a visitor center? Like, do they have, like, if that's what they want to do, if they want to be, like, a professional bike racer, I'm going to, like, try and find bikers in the community, like, try and find, you know, people that are doing the thing so that they can just see for themselves that it's possible. And if, you know, because I would most likely adopt if they are Black, especially making sure that it's a Black person, like, if they want to be you know, like, um, you know, a CEO of something, which, you know, like, I would try and find, take them to an office and be like, hey, can my kid, like, spend a few hours here? Can they, like, visually see that you are the boss and that you're running shit and stuff like that? Um, Just so that, like... Representation matters. Yeah, like, so that they can just see for themselves that this is possible. And because I even think about, like, me moving here that summer internship was very pivotal for me because it just, like, enabled me to just, like, even put myself here. Like, but prior to that summer, I was like, ooh, I don't know, big, scary. But then after that summer, I was like, oh, you know, like, of course, you know. It, it was just so clear to me because I was able to actually put myself there. So if I ever have a child, I'm going to try and do that as much as possible. And, you know, children's, um, what they want to do changes, like, weekly, probably. So I try to keep up with it. Um, but, like, yeah, like, I think that that would be very important to me. Like, if they wanted to be a fashion designer, I would, like, try and find, like, someone that they could just, like, watch for a day, even though they're a kid, you know? Like, I, I just, I, mean, I really I believe they- in that. Even though kids, like, what they want to be when they grow up changes every week, I think that every kid shows a passion. Very oh, early. yeah. I think that, like, we all kind of know what we're made to do or made for very early on, and we kind of show those hints. It's just, like, up to our adults around us to be, like, let's nurture that love and show you that this is a possibility for you. Exactly. Like, so, I, yeah, I really do want that for everyone but especially for like kids growing up because it is gonna like it's very hard sometimes to put yourself somewhere if you just don't see it why it's like words do matter and i don't think that we realize that especially when we're children like how much the things that our parents or adults around us like teachers and counselors kind of like the things they say to you, I don't think we realize what effect that's having until we get older and we sit down with the stranger and they say something to us and we're just like, yeah, wow. 
like you have that breakthrough and having that breakthrough later on in life is kind of a little it's a little shaky it can like kind of shake you to the core because you're yeah. just like <laughs> do you think that the advice that we get that sticks with us do you think it matters who it's from like do you think that had somebody you knew or somebody who was super close to you had said the same thing that, that stranger said to you do you think it would have affected you as much or do you think it affected you more because this was a party that had no investment in your life like they did not know you they didn't really like have a stake in like what happened after that conversation so it maybe like hit you a little bit harder because it was kind of like one of those because I, I do feel like sometimes strangers or somebody outside of your inner circle saying things to you will hit you harder because you realize like this person has no investment in my life they don't know me and I know for a fact they're not just trying to be nice to spare my feelings like yeah and yet like even the stranger was able to pick up on something that's an interesting question yeah I, I definitely think so. I, yeah, like, I, I was like, when you first asked the question, I was prepared to say no, but no, you're right. Like, I, I really do think it can, if it's somebody that has very low, because it, it just, like, comes as a surprise to you. Like, it doesn't surprise you if somebody you know says, makes an observation like you're like oh yeah you would make that observation because you've seen me in x y in the third situation and blah 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 whereas like if a stranger does yeah like it does kind of yeah so i think i yeah that's completely true it i just i'll never forget how i felt when he said that that was i just remember remember in mean girls when she's like hit by the bus like, that's exactly how I felt in that moment. Yeah, and I think that that's, it, it's the, like, people who are not in your social circle, who are not with you all the time, when they start making observations about you and you know that they're true, it kind of hits you a little harder. Because, like, when my therapist was like, why don't you love yourself? I'm like, um, girl, you just met me, like, 30 me? minutes ago. How are you, like, outing me like this? But it's like, it kind of forces you to think that, like, if a stranger is observing this about me, what am I doing that's, like, actively putting this out there? Exactly. It must be so obvious. Then. Exactly. Especially if it's something that you're not noticing about yourself and then somebody else says it. You're yeah. just like, where did that even come from? And then the shit that always, like, really, really is, like, weird to me is that, like, a stranger will point it out and then I'll go to somebody I know and be like, hey, is this, like, true? And they'll be like, oh, yeah. And it's like, why didn't you say anything? <laughs> like, and they'll be like, I mean, I did. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, I didn't notice this. Like, how did you notice this and not say anything, you know? So I do think that that's interesting. So definitely get out there. Talk to more people. Put yourself out there. Because strangers might have a little bit different perspective on you than... And it can be a yeah. little eye-opening sometimes, you know? And yes. But is there any advice that you've ever gotten by a stranger, by a family member, by a friend that kind of kind of stuck with you? If so, we want to hear it. Put it on our newest post on E and E podcast on Instagram. We want to hear what advice you have. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.